You're listening to Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing, the evidence-based podcast that will seriously improve your game. Whether it's building self-confidence, enhancing resilience, or simply understanding how to handle pressure best, this podcast will help you. I'm Roberto Forzoni, a performance psychologist working with world and Olympic champions and a consultant with the BBC. Welcome. Dealing with pressure, level four. Where does pressure come from, part two? In a previous module, we started to explore the prime sources of pressure and took a more detailed look at self-expectations and how these might add to the perceived pressure you felt. We looked at how you might start to change your way of thinking so that events took on a different meaning to you. The bigger the event, the more the excitement, even though the nerves might still be there. In this module, we continue looking at how other types of expectations can have a negative effect on how you view an event and again offer some guidance on how you might deal with each. The second type of expectation pressure we'll look at is source number two, expectations from the manager or team. The way in which a manager or a team delivers their expectations can have either a highly empowering and positive effect or add unnecessary pressure to their athletes. The way in which messages or instructions are received depend on a number of contributory factors. These include the relationship between the manager or coach and the athlete, the context, previous performances, and even the reputation of the manager or coach themselves. If there's a high level of respect and cohesion between members, then high levels of expectations can actually enhance confidence amongst individual players and the team as a whole. If you're invited to play for one of the best teams around, you might enjoy and relish that expectation to win every week. Previous performances would also be an influencing factor if the high expectations led to previous successes, then further expectations are likely to lead to further successes without any feelings of additional pressure. Unfortunately, the converse is also true. Had there been high levels of expectations which were unfulfilled, then further levels of expectations will more likely lead to unfulfilled performances. When the highly charismatic Jose Mourinho arrived at Chelsea after winning the Champions League with lowly FC Porto, he announced himself as the special one and was held in the highest regard by his new team members. Telling them they'd never won anything before and if they listened to him they would be winners never led to any feelings of pressure to achieve. In fact, it had exactly the designed effect to inspire the team to go on to unprecedented success. The key here is for the manager and coaches to set realistic targets and ensure their athletes are extremely well prepared and supported for the challenges ahead. Generally, reminding athletes of the work they put in and helping them focus on their well-prepared plans and strategies will ensure focus is on what it should be on. As an exercise, the next time your coach tells you he expects a certain level of performance, take some time to sit together and discuss the basis of the expectations. He may well have objective reasons for setting his expectations at a level he has that you hadn't even considered. He may also convince you, when before you may have had doubts, that the expectations are more than reasonable. 
It's when the level of expectation is set without any useful dialogue or discussion that you might feel it's not reasonable and consequently may feel it adds unnecessary pressure. In order to avoid this situation in future, make sure you can both agree on realistic and challenging goals. Source number three, expectations from the media. Major events such as the World Cup finals, the Olympics, tennis grand slams and open golf tournaments are widely reported on within the media. Nowadays, that's not just restricted to the press and a few TV spots. There may well be TV channels dedicated to a specific event. With social media, a mistake you make can be shared with the world within seconds. This can bring with it high levels of expectation over your performance. The social media backlash when the England soccer team went out of the European Championships in 2016 against Iceland was ferocious. Where once you may have been confident in your preparations, the constant high level of questioning or simply reports run as part of normal coverage can lead to you starting to question your own readiness. This can have a negative effect on your level of confidence and subsequently the level of your performance. Every sport has its pundits, and they can be cruel and add another dimension of pressure. In the 2015-16 Premier League season, the criticism placed on highly successful Arsenal manager Arsene Wenger was extraordinary. Here was one of the most successful managers of all time, building team after team, qualifying for the latter stages of the European Champions League for an unprecedented 16 consecutive seasons. He also, unusually, run the club with huge profits, while at the same time building an exceptional stadium and training facility. With Leicester City's unexpected success and Arsenal's main rivals having a poor season, many pundits continually criticised Wenger for not taking the opportunity to win the Premier League. They completely ignored the fact that the other big clubs also failed to make any impact during the season. The previous season's champions, Chelsea, having a really average season, and the other so-called giants such as Manchester United, Manchester City and Liverpool, all fouling to capitalise on each other's lack of consistency. The media pressure here transferred to the fans, who started some, at times, unsavoury campaigns to remove the most successful manager the club had ever had. The media pressure then turned onto the players, who were regularly criticised for their own performances. The whole situation seemed to have a negative impact on both Wenger and the team, yet they still managed to come second in the Premier League thanks to a strong end to the season. Much of the time, what people in the media say is totally out of your control. Whilst the best response might be to simply ignore the criticism, when it starts to impact on fans, the club may intervene and try and develop better relationships with those parts of the media, whether it's TV or newspapers, or the pundits themselves. Unfortunately, this isn't what tends to happen, so focusing on giving the best performance you can is normally the best solution here. Source number four, expectations from the fans. Fans' expectations can lead to higher media pressure, or vice versa, as we've just seen. The media itself can have a massive influencing factor on the expectations of the fans. In the UK, one of the largest talk radio stations, Talk Sport, have a drive show with a daily Arsenal spot 
where the presenters seemed to take pride in winding fans up and compounding and even inciting their unhappiness with the club's manager. This in turn leads to even higher expectations from the fans than the situation warrants. When England set off for the World Cup finals in 2010, the first phase group stage started with matches against the USA and Algeria. High levels of expectation for easy wins led to frustrating crowd reactions when the team drew the two matches. This led to Wayne Rooney venting his anger when leaving the pitch after a nil-nil draw against Algeria and saying, it's nice to get booed by your own fans, very loyal, and then using an expletive. Once fans start to get on top of a player or athlete, the boos and criticism can have a devastating effect and there's plenty of evidence of players' careers being damaged or even ended when fans turn against them. In order to avoid adding this pressure to teams and individuals, organisations and clubs should ensure that expectations are not only realistic, but also communicated in effective ways with their fan base. By neglecting to do this and allowing fans to set their own agendas, the club sets itself up for damage limitation further down the line. Source number five, expectations from national governing bodies. When the national governing body funds the athletes, high levels of expectation can lead to enhanced pressure to perform to maintain that funding or even ranking points. Again, it depends on the athlete's perception of the funding. If it's perceived as a reward for being talented, an acknowledgement of the hard work the athlete puts in, it could have a beneficial effect and be highly motivating. If the athlete perceives it in any way as controlling, and has some doubt in his own ability, then it's likely to have the reverse effect. An interesting example is young British player Joanna Conter, who had her LTA funding removed and went on the following year to have her most successful season ever, reaching the semi-finals of the Australian Open in 2016, the first British female player to reach a Grand Slam singles semi-final in 32 years. She also improved her ranking to a personal best of number 21 in the world in uh, April 2016. As with other uncontrollable factors, if you feel pressure from any governing body or similar, your best course of action is to simply focus all your efforts on training to be the best you can be. So to summarise this module, expectations can come from numerous sources. If they come from people close to you, such as coaches, managers, or even family, then the best course of action is having a dialogue at which you agree what the expectations are and why. With outside sources, such as the media, fans, and national governing bodies, keeping communication lines open and professional, and as far as possible, managing expectations is the best option, but not always the easiest. When this doesn't work, Your focus needs to return swiftly to things you can control, and that's your performance. Get that right, and invariably everything else will move in the right direction, but never expect it to go away completely. In the next module, we'll look at other sources of pressure when we explore demands from work or organisation and club, environmental and personal issues, career development issues, and also interpersonal relationships. Your mind activity today, take some time to think about the expectations that are put on you and by whom. 
Look at these expectations as confirmation of people's belief in your ability to achieve success and draw some satisfaction from that. Now, consider what it takes to continue to improve and move your focus to the multitude of things you need to do. Whenever you feel an external expectation coming in, try and use it as a motivation to work harder in training. No more, no less. By expecting unsolicited feedback, comments and criticism, when it comes, you'll be a little more prepared. Thank you for listening to the Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing Podcast. Can I ask two things from you? Firstly, please like and subscribe the podcast as this helps us get noticed. Likewise, if you can share the podcast with friends who might also benefit, I'd really appreciate it. The more attention the podcast gets, the more information I can bring to you. Thank you and enjoy.